0: Welcome back to the podcast, and I am your host, Dia. So um, I skipped work for about two weeks or so because a friend of mine and I went on a very last minute impromptu road trip. Literally, we we texted each other, we said we were going to go on a road trip, and then it happened like pretty much the next day. So that happened last weekend. And to be really honest, ever since that weekend, my personal life has been a kind of crazy whirlwind and to put it more viscerally it really felt like I was being tumbled around inside a washer or a dryer machine in all of the worst and best ways and I recently talked to a few friends about this energy they kind of might have been experiencing something similar and we kind of came to this conclusion that it felt like a lot of big big energy converging into one pressure point And if we get really woo woo for a minute, it's as if the universe is asking us to really take a moment to step back and to also look a little deeper at everything. The things that we might have ignored, ran from, numbed out, put a band aid over. And it's truly a very uncomfortable feeling. And I know that not everyone listening is going to feel this episode resonating strongly but at least I I think that perhaps all of us have felt this at some point in our lives. And it is this feeling of you're getting into the ocean and the waves are pretty big and they just keep crashing in on us. It's like we get knocked down and the moment we finally figure out where is up and what's down, we finally can come up for a little bit of air and then the next giant wave comes crashing down, flipping and rolling us all around. And I know that on a collective level, this entire year of 2020 has had this kind of effect on a lot of us. Again, not all, but on a lot of us in, in many different ways. So this is a casual check-in because I miss talking to you guys or perhaps talking at you <laughs> So I'll share a little bit of what was happening with me personally. The way I've been describing it to my friends is as though I've lived through an entire lifetime movie within merely 48 hours. I don't mean a lifetime, like a like a long movie. I mean one of those really dramatic up and down movies that you can watch on the Lifetime channel, right? It was such a whirlwind that I'm truly still not sure if I've found any steady ground beneath me. However, what's changed is that I've finally found a moment to collect myself, to breathe, to reflect, to pause. So essentially, for those of you that don't know, I've lived a very nomadic life, traveling around the world for the last three years full-time, and it was always my intention. I'm in Los Angeles now, but um, I always thought once covid subsides, I would head right back out onto the road and continue my digital nomad lifestyle. I thought it was the best route for me to continue building my business in this community and while exploring new places. But as those big energies all converged upon me within two days time, I found myself stumbling amidst the chaos that were emotionally, mentally, and even physically uncomfortable. I started getting regular low-level anxieties that would just come up out of nowhere. And so as I was sitting on the floor of my mom's apartment two days ago, feeling this intense pressure building from so many different directions, my very first thought was, well, let's book a flight out to Mexico and find an apartment there for a month, and then we'll go from there. So I spoke to a very dear friend of mine and I told her about my intentions and she responded with, but what are you running from? And my initial thought was, no, I'm not running away from anything. I am simply uncomfortable crashing on my mom's couch since been stuck in LA because of COVID. I am running towards something, a new openness In my mind at that point, I thought I could be happier in a new city with my own space and continue to work on launching my shop. So I asked the universe for one final sign and then I was going to do it. I was five minutes away from clicking or booking a flight and just getting the hell out of here. (laughs) So lo and behold, I got a call from a very dear family friend of mine, someone I considered to be a mentor And he essentially asked if I was interested to work with him in the very near future. And it would be the kind of thing that I've always wanted to do. Now, even though for now, this isn't a 100% thing, I wondered, was this the sign? Was this my sign that I asked from the universe? And if it is, what did it mean? So what ended up happening was I flipped a complete 180. I'm not sure what unlocked in my mind, my heart, my soul, But a friend of mine sent two apartment listings for me here in LA, and within about 30 minutes, I had made up my mind that I was not only going to not go to Mexico this month, but instead, I began to embrace the idea of entirely giving up the nomadic lifestyle and settling down here. Maybe not forever, but at least for a whole year. Now, I know that this might not sound like a big deal, but for me, it changes everything. I knew for maybe more than a year and a half while traveling on the road that what I craved so much of was to have a place to call home, a sacred space for my daily routine, to rest my feet, to build my community. And I kept telling myself I didn't have the financial means to do it here in LA. But the truth is I actually do. I was afraid to fulfill my own desire and my dream because I thought I needed to work harder. I thought I needed to save more and continue to increase my income. I was essentially so busy chasing a dream that I already had the means to access and to live. Many of us have such high and specific expectations of how we want everything to be how we want our world to look and feel, how we want our interactions and our relationships to be, how many times have we achieved what was once our ultimate goal, only to forget about the glory and immediately begin planning for the next big goal. We're constantly living in a state of chasing and journeying that even when we've arrived, and we're always arriving in one way or another, that we don't even recognize the miracles that we're experiencing. It's like we're missing everything all the time while looking forward and running towards the next thing we think we want. So this last week was truly a chaotic, messy, confusing, and extremely uncomfortable week for me. And as I'm sure for many of you as well, for your own reasons and circumstances. And my heart goes out to all of you, whatever it is you're going through. And if you're having an amazing time, great for you. I did not initially know how to begin even, to embrace this chaos. I forgot about all the other crazy waves I'd already ridden, and true to my old patterns and defense mechanisms, I was ready to once again run away from the discomfort and the resistance. And for me, that running away has always been quite literal, as in literally running away to another country. So how do we attempt to embrace chaos and discomfort? I think... First, we might try to become acutely aware of the emotions we're experiencing. Is it anxiety? Fear? Anger? Loneliness? Frustration? Is it grief? Every time I feel any quote-unquote negative emotion, I've been trying to practice opening my heart even more rather than shutting it down. This is a little exercise that I do. I simply breathe in deeply and I move my shoulders back physically And I envision my heart expanding rather than contracting or tightening up. The truth is, I don't want to run away from discomfort, but old habits are hard to break sometimes. And it is only always through experience, when I was able to stay with this discomfort, that new options and insights would come through. Otherwise, personally, at least I can only speak for me, it just keeps its loop. It keeps cycling. The pattern repeats itself. So no, it's not always easy when all we want to do is run and hide and repress and numb whatever it is we're feeling. When all we want is for the thing or the challenge or the obstacle to just pass. How about we hide under a rock until whatever it is magically fixes itself and then we can come out of hiding. But again, I truly believe because I've experienced it, because I've done all those things of hiding and numbing. If we resort to any of those things or any of those defense mechanisms, we're unwarily or unknowingly inviting those patterns to come back again at a later time, probably wrapped up in a different packaging. And I'm not saying this out of fear as motivation to deal with your stuff, I truly see it as simply the way the universe lovingly guides us to where we need to explore deeper so that we can become more aware, more conscious, so that we can toss out the old garbage that no longer belonged to us and so that we can forge new alignment and paths that resonate with not who we were or who we used to be or who we think we ought to be or who other people think we should be but who we are right now in this very moment. And I realized through this recent experience of mine that sometimes simply checking in with ourselves is not enough. And that's okay. (laughs) We're all doing our damn best to become conscious and self-aware. But let's be honest, we're always going to be students. We might keep leveling up, but there's always a bit more road to cover. Which I think is amazing and, and wonderful. But it means that we won't always have the insight or the recognition twenty-four-seven. Sometimes it truly takes a big pressure-building moment to redirect our focus and our gaze to what's really going on in our inner landscape. For about a month now I thought I was living so thoroughly in acceptance on my mom's couch, in gratitude in love and joy and optimism for what's coming it took going on a road trip for me to literally have a mental breakdown the morning we were supposed to leave i was i'm not lying i was in the forest i was hugging a lot of trees i was asking them to heal me to show me to love me whatever it is to connect with me and i was crying my eyes out i broke down and i told my friend my body doesn't want me to leave my body won't let me leave i wanted to stay in that forest and i didn't want to go back to real life but what happened in that moment was i came to the realization that i didn't even know how much i'd been repressing my own desires and my own emotions until that moment in the forest so please Remember to always have so much compassion towards that parts of you that have yet to catch up. And for the things that you don't even know to look at yet, or that perhaps you're not yet ready to see, they will be revealed to you in due time. So always be gentle to yourself on the way there. And the chaos and the waves are never permanent nor forever, just a reminder for all of us. But I get it. It's so incredibly hard to zoom out when we're navigating in such a seemingly unjust, cruel, and corrupt world while living with our humanness and our shared beautiful but also very ugly and messy humanity. But most importantly, if you're listening, I just want you to know that you're not alone. Thank you so much for being here, and make sure to sign up for the Modern Pen Pal List if you want to receive personalized e-care packages and updates from me right into your inbox. You can just visit penpals.herewithdia.com and the links are all going to be in the description of this uh, podcast episode. We do also have an Instagram account, PATHS, that's P-A-T-H-S underscore back to you, and also we do have a private Facebook group, just look it up. <laughs> So until next time, I'm sending you all so much love. I hope you're navigating through your own chaos with openness. Ride the waves, always with an open heart. And remember to have compassion for you and for all those around you. Thank you.